0: Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Living Life Tips, we're in the middle of talking about the school cafeteria. We're going through different elements of the school cafeteria and what you could do to get kids primed in order to think about the cafeteria. We're talking now about promoting good nutrition and a healthy relationship with food. We talked about this in healthy eating habits last year, and it still applies and always applies. A growing body of research connects better nutrition with higher achievement on standardized tests, increased cognitive function, attention and memory, and an array of positive behavioral indicators, including better school attendance and cooperation. That comes from the Center for Ecoliteracy, page 5. Use lunchtime as an opportunity and breakfast. Breakfast is an opportunity to teach students about eating healthy foods. you got to modify the environment, design the cafeteria to look more like a cafe. In my school that I was in two years ago in the summer... That's exactly what they did. It was fantastic. They were seating like you see in these different restaurants and these different eating establishments so it didn't look like they were sitting in a lunchroom with the cold hard look of those tables with the benches which is not even the best way to sit. But it was really a cafe with these really cool pictures and really cool style seating literally like a food court of a mall as well. So keep it looking like a cafe with decor promoting healthy eating and it it might make it more inviting for kids to eat that way also. Make sure the cafe cafeteria is clean, free of clutter. Staggering class so that everyone does not show up at the same time may decrease the amount of time students spend in line, giving them sufficient time to eat lunch. I wish my first school that I ever started in the in the school system was like that. My first year, they had all classes eating at the same time. The noise level was deafening. God forbid it was so, so, so loud, ear-splitting loud, and the amount of time the kids had to wait online was not good. They had to wait 30 minutes, and then they only had a 40 45 minute period to eat so they ended up just sitting around terrible way of doing things there would have been a much better way if they could have done it the family style or if you could have brought food to the table not the best way to do it we want to we don't want kids sitting online for hours and hours and hours hold recess before lunch Provide recess before lunch so that children come to lunch ready to sit down, eat, and socialize. Holding recess before lunch has been shown to encourage eating at a slower pace and decreases food waste. Center for Literacy, 2010. This also gives students a chance to calm their minds and bodies before sitting down to eat lunch. A lot of schools actually do the opposite. They eat lunch and then they let them go to recess, but if you did it this way, then maybe the lunch would be a whole different experience. You have to have a recipe for a, a comfortable cafeteria. Students should feel safe, welcome, and valued. Students should have choices and are not pressured to eat. Students should have enough time to eat. 20 minutes of seating time, not an hour and a half of seating time. From Sturmberg. bark Emerson and Hayes and the school I'm in now they have the period from 11.20 to 12.10 and the kids eat they wait a little bit not a lot they wait a little bit because there's only three classes and then they sit down they eat about 20-30 minutes and then there's usually about 10 to 15 or 20 minutes of Pit time where there's an indoor little uh, gymnasium area, and if it's nice outside, they go outside. Rethinking the school lunch to create an inviting dining ambience that encourages healthy interaction and healthy eating, a place that students enjoy, that makes the lunch period a time that they look forward to, and that helps them feel safe and valued at mealtime. From Center from Eco Literacy, think about this also. Rethinking school lunch, a planning framework from the Center for Eco Literacy, is a book and a guide. that provides a holistic planning framework based on a Positive vision of promoting healthy children ready to learn. It provides ideas and resources on all facets of school lunch, including promoting healthy eating, wellness policy, teaching and learning the dining experience, waste management, professional development, and marketing and communications. And that's equaliteracy.org. You could check that out. There's also Food Play Productions, which is foodplay.com. And it's a website that was developed by an Emmy-a-warning-winning nutrition media company that tours the nation's schools, uses live theater interactive resources to help children adopt healthy eating and active lifestyles, provides free resources like How to Build a Healthy School Environment from 2008, handout of 30 enjoyable ways to create a healthy school. There's also Montana's Comfortable Comfortable Cafeteria. Their website provides ready-to-use resources and training materials, webinars, posters, videos, and handouts. And... Different resources are out there also just wanted to give you a few from the AOTA tip sheet. And OTs can serve an important role in promoting a positive mealtime experience at the universal, targeted, or intensive levels of intervention. When we first started the show last year, we talked about how OT can be different tiers. Really, we can help the whole class, and then you can help groups on at-risk kids that might need services, and then the most intensive is focusing on a couple of kids or whoever's on your caseload. But really, we should try to do universal approach and then target the at-risk kids and then target the kids that really have the needs and the IEPs. At the universal level, the whole school approach focuses on promoting a positive school cafeteria environment. You got to get everyone on board. A positive cafeteria environment and healthy eating habits should be a school wide initiative involving all staff, all students, and all parents. Form a committee of parents, students, and school staff to create a shared vision and action plan from true proving lunch. If everyone is on the same page, if everyone is in a team effort, everybody's thinking about and talking about lunch then it could be a whole cohesive unit a whole wonderful period a lot of times there's not enough coverage there's not enough teachers there's not enough students there's not enough uh, there's not enough staff to take care of the students, I mean, and it it becomes a negative experience. We don't want that. We want it to be positive from the get-go. Educate and support cafeteria staff. Provide an in-service at the beginning of the school year on creating a positive cafeteria experience. Offer follow-up coaching to provide ongoing support and problem-solving regarding challenges. Be creative in suggesting ways to make lunch and breakfast an enjoyable experience. For example, create fun ways for cafeteria staff to interact with students. For example, such as silly hat day or the joke of the day. Schedule recess before lunch. Like we mentioned, studies have shown holding recess before lunch improves food and milk intake and in cafeteria behavior and decreases discipline referrals. That's Center for Literacy. Ensure adequate time to eat. Students should have 20 minutes of seat time to eat lunch so that they are not hurried. And you got to schedule lunch between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. And I told you in my school now we do it at 11.20. Physical environment. Consider increasing the number of lunch periods in order to decrease the number of children in the cafeteria at any given time. Another one of my schools does this, and I thought this is a great idea. It allows the classes to be staggered. It allows there to be less kids. It allows there to be less noise less traffic, and less overall chaos. Arrange traffic flow in the cafeteria to make sure children move in clear, smooth patterns to access food items and assigned seating. Make sure the cafeteria is a clean, safe, and attractive place with colorful posters and flowers on the table, for example provide hand washing supplies like hand sanitizer at convenient places so that students can wash hands before eating ensure that tables and chairs are the right size for students we talked about this in seating and positioning Think about the sensory environment. Implement strategies for minimizing noise. For example, educate students on using a conversation voice, indoor voices, and only speaking to students at the table. Don't say, hey Charlie, screaming three tables across ruins the whole atmosphere and the whole noise level of the room. Use a visual signal to communicate when the noise level gets too high. Softer table coverings and floor coverings may cut down on noise levels. A lot of times in the therapy room and classrooms, a lot of times, will make the chairs less noise noisy by putting something like a tennis ball on them or seat covers and seat cushions that are used on the chair cushions really called chair socks which i use in the house and a lot of times in the therapy room also you could do that in the cafeteria also especially if there are chairs to cut down the noise levels ensure that tables and the floor are kept clean to cut down on odors avoid eating silence rules which i talked about one of the schools i worked in i really didn't like this Where if there was a noise, they'd be very upset and make them be quiet and they would just put on a movie the whole time, which makes no sense. This is one of the only times during the day that kids can be kids, can interact and talk with their friends without crazy regimens and crazy rules and crazy routines that they have to... Adhere to the whole day. They gotta be kids. Let them be kids. Avoid in silence rules, the whistles or buzzing traffic lights that monitor sound levels. The social environment. Gotta encourage cafeteria supervisors to make students feel welcome and show a personal interest. Call them by name and smile at them. Develop clear rules that outline expected cafeteria behavior. Teach these to the students during their first two weeks of school. The rules should be posted and reviewed regularly. Consider using round tables to encourage conversations during meals round tables not square rectangles help students engage in pleasant conversations during lunch and include all peers at the table teach and reinforce mealtime manners, such as chewing with the mouth closed such as eating correctly with utensils and such as using a napkin to wipe the mouth and encourage and reinforce healthy eating habits collaborate with the nutrition services staff and health educators to promote healthy eating and weight this is a wonderful topic a very important topic we're going to continue tomorrow finishing up part three of this. School cafeteria here on OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.